Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Ah, good morning, 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 good morning. Good people. It is Friday, July the 15th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake up with Ray G. And for that, myself and with Jay Rich. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for tapping in on a Friday. If it's your first time on the channel, we'd like to have a good time. Engage with the good people in the comments. I have no clue what they're talking about right now. I don't even know if I've said good morning to the people in the comments uh, in a couple of days. So, Roe Ro, Ro is in the building. Seven gold rings. Mike A. What's up, Mike A. Cody Smith in the building. Dynasty Barry. Uh, Taryn in the building. Gretchen, good morning to you. James, James, we got your super chat. We got to get to James' super chat. Jay, he had a super chat before we got off the show on Wednesday. We didn't answer it. So we got to we got to we got to go back to it. So James, what I need you to do right now is just text your thing in the in the in the chat. We'll put it up on the screen because I don't know where it's at in the screenshot queue, but I'll try to find it. But good morning to you, James. Lindsey Mack, EV in the building. Matt, we got a good crew. Cody. What's up, Cody? Please tell me, uh, please tell these motherfuckers in the Scott Fishbowl to start draft. You got to tell them, Cody. You're the one, me and Cody and Nate List, we're all in the same Scott Fishbowl League, North Las Vegas. And yes, it is slow. Cody is going heavy, heavy wide receiver. Uh, he has pissed me off multiple times this draft. Jay, Howard, Joe, Joe, Jay, Joe, Cody, Joe. Saturday is supposed to be hot for us. Yes, it's uh, Saturday was supposed to be uh, the day that I fly to Costa Rica, but that's not happening now. What's going on, Matt Bruning? Got a lot of good people in the building, but uh, let's get this on the bottom and let's get Jay Rich in here. What's up, Jay? What's going on, man? I'm I'm liking the setup here. It looks like you maybe moved the camera back a little bit. I did. I see you with the I Apple did. pencil. I, I did. see you with the Apple pencil. I'm taking digital I, notes. Yeah, taking some digital notes. Yes. Try yeah, to, man. Try How to you do been better. Doing? I'm trying to do that. I'm better. liking it. I'm liking okay. it. I yeah. see you there. It, at first, I thought maybe he doesn't even have the iPad because he says he wants to get a new one. It's just a flex. You just got it in your hand, waving it around, you know, pretending like you're taking notes. Because I know you're not actually listening to anything that I say, but the fact that you're showing it to the world that you are, I appreciate that. I'm not. How you trying. doing, man? I'm, I'm doing? doing all right, man. Um, I think you you heard the commotion yesterday. So yeah. I'm supposed to be flying out to Costa Rica for an eight days, seven night vacation. Um, and we are not flying out on Saturday because my oldest tested positive for COVID yesterday. So, uh, like he had some symptoms a couple of days ago. We thought, oh, it was the flu because my youngest had the flu. I was sick. Wife, everybody was sick, right? Uh, so we wouldn't get him tested just to be safe, right? We don't want to be one of them people spreading the shit. And now he's got COVID, so we got to push it back. Can't fly out. So we did get up. We did get our flight moved, Jay. We'll be flying out Monday. So, we lose two days in Costa Rica, but the most important thing is little man is okay. He's healthy. He's fine. He's running around playing. You would not even know he had anything, right? So we could have been one of them parents that said, fuck it. We're just going to go regardless. But 
Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a man. I'm almost, I'm not almost 40, but I like saying that. I'm not going to do that and put other people at jeopardy. So uh, we're doing all right, man. Little man is doing well. We still going to get to go out to yeah. Costa Rica for, you know, five days or something like that. So trip cut a little bit short, but it's all good, man. We all right. We all right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's funny because I never actually told you this story yesterday because remember you wanted me to go through something for you and I said, okay, I'll do it after I go get a pizza. And so this is random because you know I moved, right? I moved about yeah, six yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You moved to Bro, a $5 million I'm lazy. Yes. <laughs> I'm ahead, lazy as hell, right? Yeah. I get my pizza delivered every single time and I only know where one Domino's is. So every time I get my pizza delivered, I don't know which Domino's it comes from. So I ordered it yesterday. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save my $6. I'm going to get my ass in the car mm. and go and pick it up. Look at you. Right. When I, right. There, this Domino's that I went to is about four minutes driving from my house. I get there. I'm like, hey, my name's Jordan. I ordered this pizza. They're like, yeah, it's not here. And then I look at the address because I'm like, this Domino's is so close to me. There can't possibly be yet another one. Right. I look at the address. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm at the wrong place. And there is literally another Domino's even closer to my house down the street. And it's probably about three minutes away. I could not believe it, man. It's just like, what are the chances that there's one even closer than the one to my house? I couldn't. Bro, it was nuts. Well, it was nuts. So just, I get there. Okay. Oh, just there's like, more to it. There's more. Oh, continue. There's please, not much please, more. But when please. I got there, I got there. I told the guy that went to the other one. And he was like, yeah, that was stupid. Like, he straight up told me to my face. He's like, mm. he's like, that was stupid, man. So, but I couldn't I'm believe just, it. It I'm was just, nuts. I'm just trying to follow the timeline of me talking about Costa Rica and COVID to your trip to the wrong dominoes. It, it's I felt yeah. like there was going to be some synergy there, but it didn't seem like there's there's no many similarities. No, to the, well, to I the mean, stories. I could I could send you a pizza from Domino's if you want. I could do that. I, the fact that you that. eat Domino's is concerning. Really, you're not a Domino's no, guy. No, no, absolutely. What, not. what is your pizza of no, choice then? No. Uh, I prefer, I prefer, uh, I prefer going to like a, a regular, like a, not a, a non-chain, uh, pizza location and getting a brick oven pizza. I'm more of, I'm more of, uh, you know, a higher end pizza guy. But if I have to go, if I have to go with a, with an order, um, th there's a couple of places here. I, I'd prefer of the big chain pizzas and pizza's a funny story. Cause we're going to get into a pizza story here soon. But I'm more of a Papa John's guy. But I, Domino's, oh, no. I would oh, go no. with Papa. I, I don't give a shit about whatever political. Oh, yesterday, I was supporting John's black owned over, businesses. And I, today, I'm supporting Papa John's. Ray, I like the, the pizza. And they give here, me little man. peppers. The peppers are good. They give you two little peppers inside the Papa John's <laughs> box. And I like the peppers. I like it. The former officials pizza sponsor of the NFL. Know, now right? Pizza Hut. That's, that's shit. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, I, that's not my preferred choice. I prefer a brick oven pizza from a from a, a nice pizza location. If 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 I had my preference, but yes. neither here nor there. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody on YouTube. Was like, what the hell are they talking about? They're ten minutes in, and we're talking about damn pizza. Uh, no, we can't make pizzas. But that's I lived in New York for a year, so I've had some good pizza. And if you live in Chicago and you're a deep dish person, that is not pizza. That is no. a pie with lasagna. Sauce. It is yeah. Yeah, it's lasagna. That's not pizza. I'm not a deep dish guy. Um, it's to me, it's not pizza, man. I, I had it. It's too much red sauce. I'm a thin crust guy. I don't like. Yep. I'm not a big sauce guy. I don't like a bunch of sauce over stuff. Like whether it's ribs and barbecue, I don't like. I, I'd prefer a dry rub. I just don't like a lot okay. of sauce. And then all that red sauce 
in this deep dish thing and you pick it up and falling off. It's it's more of pizza sauce with bread on the bottom. Not a big deep dish guy, Jay. I don't know about you. I'm thin crust. No, I'm not a so big, I like not the a big oven pizzas. Okay. All right. I just want to yeah. make sure we're on the we're on the same page, man. Well, whatever. They don't use sauce. Who doesn't use sauce? There was a bunch of sauce on the Chicago pizza I had. A bunch of it. Yeah, it's too much sauce, man. It's too much sauce. Yeah, Lindsey Mac. New York pizza. All right. Uh, Jay, where are we going? What are we talking about today? This is supposed to be this is supposed to be a fun Friday show. We're gonna have fun today, people. We're gonna have fun. This is the last show that we're gonna have for a week. So all of next week, no wake up show. But we do have our new newsletter, our new newsletter that launched this morning. Think it came out at seven in the morning, maybe it's eight. But make sure you go in the YouTube description, and we'll put the link to the new YouTube. Uh, to the new to the new newsletter, a um, lot of good stuff in there. Analytical points, um, some some trades of the week. There's some really good stuff in there. Some quotes from McNutted and and the 4D guys, yep. Eugene and Ike, Jordan Backus. Uh, we got some 2023 news in there. So make sure you subscribe to the new newsletter inside the YouTube description. Jay, what's the news? What do we have? What's going on in the sports world, man? So um, Mike actually requested some NBA news. So here oh. I am, um, Ray. Let's let's dive into what happened yesterday in the NBA. So yesterday, Indiana put in a maximum four-year, $133 million qualifying offer to DeAndre Ayton, to which the Phoenix Suns swiftly, for some reason, accepted, even though they had 48 hours. So now DeAndre Ayton is locked in on the Phoenix Suns until, I believe, at least January 15th. So he cannot be part of a Kevin Durant trade this offseason. And I think this is pretty awesome for me because I have a 20 to 1 bet on Kevin Durant to be on the Raptors this season. And so now oh my it's basically it's basically looking like the Raptors have a shot. Masai Ujiri worked his magic. Now he just needs to slowly massage Brooklyn until he finally says this is their moment. And they go and get Kevin Durant. I can make some money and be pretty happy at the same time. But that was the big news. And so, Ray, I have to ask you now, because this has been happening a lot. Do you think that Durant will be on the Nets? Do you think he'll be on another team? Because now the options are dwindling. Because actually, I want to say about a week ago, the sports books took the bet that they were taking before, where it's Kevin Durant and Kyrie playing on the same team this season. You, sir, are very excited about the, about the prospect of Kyrie Irving joining the Lakers. And so it's looking like, Kyrie will be on the move eventually, but do you think Kevin Durant plays for the Nets this season, or do you think he plays for another team? Because on top of that, the Nets also released their season ticket promotion, and Kyrie Irving was not featured, but Kevin Durant was. Could it be a smokescreen? Could it be nothing? I don't know. But Ray, what are your thoughts on that with the Aiton signing? Because that was actually pretty big in the NBA because of the cascading effects. And then ultimately, we'll see what happens with Donovan Mitchell over the coming days, whether he goes to the Knicks or not. I have low thoughts. I'm not a big Aiton fan. So next, I mean, good, Damn, good for, you good for a big Aiden. Aiden fan? Good Oof. for Aiton. I don't really care. I mean, he, he's he's a big man that plays like a that plays like a point guard. Um, <laughs> as big as he is, as skilled as he is, he should be a lot more dominant. But don't really sure. it's funny you want to talk about this but then when i wanted to talk about kevin durant you bitched me out about oh this isn't really news why do you want to talk about this that and was now like you two bring, weeks now ago you want to bring up the most irrelevant piece of kd news that Kyrie this wasn't featured piece of news. that Kyrie wasn't featured in their program or something like that what else is what else is going on jay so the biggest news I probably for in the Twitter sphere outside of Lamar Jackson roasting people on Twitter is Gabe Davis reportedly up to 227 pounds yeah, I saw that. according to his trainer. Um, again, you know, we talk about play weight versus offseason weight and what mm -hmm. that really means. 
He's probably going to come in around 220 or so, which again yep. is still more than he's listed at right now. But I think the real question is, is like, do we really care? Does this move the needle? A guy who is already big and fairly dominant outside. Yeah. Is he going to be any bigger and more dominant now because he weighs a little bit more? I don't know if it moves the needle much for me, but what are your thoughts on Gabe Davis bulking up a little bit? Gabe, look, Gabe Davis is in the chat, man. Loving that uh, deep dish. Gabe <laughs> Davis is in the chat. Um, I'm excited for Gabe. I mean, it's a big boy, Jay. I mean, 227 big, pounds, but that's reporting weight. Once they get into training camp, they'll do is drop 10 pounds. They'll drop five pounds. They'll drop weight. Uh, he played at 220 last year, so um, not that big of a deal to me. I mean, bulked up, put on some muscle. I get it, right? Put on yeah. a little muscle. That's the opposite of Darnell Mooney, who uh, bulked up. Hey, to whoa, 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 whoa. Come oh. on. This what? is more relevant news, in my opinion. Well, when you go, go from what? going from two fifteen to two twenty seven is a lot different than going from one seventy three to one eighty three, which Darnell Mooney apparently did. You know, a guy who is slender in frame but fleet of foot, getting that little bit of weight. You know, it does matter. And and I, you know, when we talk about prospects, especially, we want them to be one hundred eighty pounds. Like that's usually the threshold for success that we see in the NFL. That a lot of receivers have hit or not hit. Clear examples are Tavon Austin versus Brandon Cooks. You know, Devontae Smith is a guy who will be an outlier in that regard. So, again, I think for me, like, if I'm looking at Darnell Mooney, a receiver I already love, talk about him forever, the fact that he's trying to add weight, get stronger, obviously be, be more dominant outside, I think that matters more than Gabe Davis already being 220 pounds and going up to like 225 pounds. Because again, a guy who's already big, strong, dominant outside versus Mooney, who is small and slender. If he can add a little bit of weight, you'd think that would help him a little bit. Just fight off guys, be a little bit stronger at the catch point, all these things. Things that areas that he could be deficient versus Gabe Davis, who's he's not deficient in that in any area at all. Okay. Were you, you, you don't know, care about Mooney bulking up? Really? No, I mean, no, 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 no. That's cool. <sighs> I mean, no, I, it's it's cool, man. I'm, I'm glad he put on a little weight. I, I, here's my thing. I don't really care. I, I, I've seen him play in the NFL for two years at whatever weight that was. It's like the Hollywood Brown playing at 150 pounds. I've seen Mooney play yeah. for two seasons. He just came off a 1,000-yard season at apparently 168. Uh, I don't care. Uh, he's good. He knows how to win. It's his third year. Good for him working. the And some people just can't put on weight, man. Some people yeah, just true. no matter what you do, what they do, they just can't put on weight. The metabolism is too fast. Uh, just their genetics, their makeup. So good for Mooney putting on a little bit of weight, getting up to that 185 range. And uh, he's going to be fed numerous balls from Justin Fields because there's nobody else there. I mean, we talked about Nikhil Harry going there the <laughs> other day. Um, nothing big uh, in in that in that regard, but happy for Darnell Mooney. Seeing some people in the chat saying he's going to disappoint, he's going to suck. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, Darnell Mooney, the Volume's smallest wide receiver there, three. I, I don't. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be fine. You know, he's going to be so, He's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. So I want to ask you about your Cowboys now because there are reports uh, that Jalen Tolbert will be a yeah. the starting wide receiver, right? Mm -hmm. We all thought it would be James Washington. You know, we'll see if they wanted to bring someone else in there. But again, if Jalen Tolbert is impressing, I still remember the video you sent me at the Senior Bowl, right? Yeah. Because Jalen Tolbert, for whatever he's listed at, like two hundred five. One that surprised me because he looked like he yeah, was two twenty, yeah. looked big and built. But where are you at with Tolbert? Because, I mean, we're not really touting him right now. We're not taking him in redraft league, Scott Fishbowl, anything. But if he's a starting wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys out of week one, is he going to lose that job? Probably not. You know, we expect them to not start and maybe start down the line. 
But if he's going to be the starter out the gate like that, him and CeeDee Lamb and Dalton Schultz, I think he could see a ton of targets this season and he could be really valuable in fantasy. Tarver's dope, man. I mean, you know, the, the best thing, the good thing that Dallas has done over the last couple of years with rookie wide receivers, the best thing they can do is pair them with a veteran. And that, and the reason why I say that, and that should seem like common knowledge, but I remember a couple of years ago when they drafted uh, Michael Gallup out of Colorado State and they tried yes, to sir. roll Michael Gallup out there as the one that season, mm-hmm. as a rookie. They, they thought he could assume the wide receiver one role in that offense and it didn't work out well and they went out and traded for Amari Cooper a couple of weeks later to bring in a true one but now that Dallas actually they've got you know say what you want about James Washington he'll be there in a stretch downfield role right in the slot or whatever that may be but you've got CeeDee Lamb on one side Jalen Tolbert coming in at the start of the season there's really nobody else there's 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 truly nobody else out there. So he's going to have a great opportunity to play well, to produce, to show those flashes. That way, when Michael Gallup comes back and he slides into that flanker role, you know, maybe, maybe it's going to be interesting to see how Dallas deploys these weapons because I don't know if they're going to play CeeDee Lamb in the slot where he's played a lot yeah. early throughout his career, if they're going to kick him outside to the X and then play Jalen Tolbert in the slot or the Z. I know Michael Gallup's probably not going to be the slot receiver. He's probably going to be the the uh, the, the Y, um, but it, it will be interesting. Um, uh, the Z, excuse me, not the Y, the Z receiver. It's going to be interesting, but I'm excited for Jalen Tolbert. I really like that draft selection that they made. Uh, so good for him. You know, I'm still not projecting him or, or thinking that he's going to have massive impact and be this outstanding fantasy option this season. But if he gets on the field, shows those flashes going into year two, I think that's where you could see Jalen Tolbert really take a step forward. And it's just kind of interesting. Like, I wonder if Dallas has like confidence that Gallup will come back at some point this year because they did yeah. give him a decent sized little deal to at least be around next year. There's not, there's not a world in which they're going to like trade or cut Michael Gallup. So I still think the pecking order in that offense, everything will flow through CeeDee Lamb. We'll see what happens with Dalton Schultz. Then it's going to be Michael Gallup. And then, you know, Jalen Tolbert from the pass catcher sprinkling in a Tony Pollard and a Zeke Elliott out of the backfield. So while good for Jalen Tolbert, I still, if we're being realistic, like fuck all the rookie talk, I think they're all going to play. If we're being realistic, I just don't know how much when at full strength will be there for him, but I'm excited about what he could be long-term for Dallas, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And like you mentioned, they brought in you know James Washington to kind of replace Gallup for that short stretch, but if Tolbert is showing enough in training camp and in practices, maybe they do roll him out early enough. But kind of sticking with the Cowboys a little bit here, Dalton Schultz is not yep. expected to get a deal for the deadline today. You know, he is franchise-tagged. Him and Mike Gusecki was reported that both these guys are not going to get deals by the end of today, which is the deadline. Yep. And so I wanted to ask you about, look at this. This is yep. Jeff. I was yep. literally thinking this, this this morning. I mentioned the, this, the exact thing this morning. Yes, he did. With Dalton Schultz, I want to I want to ask you, Ray. And you know, the question is is basically is it reminding us of Austin Hooper? Austin Hooper was phenomenal in his final season in Atlanta. He ended up getting a big contract for the Browns and has been irrelevant ever since. You know, a lot of with the tight ends, it really comes down to volume, the system. When you switch systems, volume changes. Everything can change. And so we're drafting Schultz as like tight end six, tight end seven in Dynasty. Do you think there is a potential downfall for holding him through this season? And what do you think your risk rating would be for Schultz? And how do you feel about him kind of going forward in Dynasty? 
Um, if if he's on another team, I don't feel as good. I'll just be honest with you. Like, I want him to remain with Dallas. Uh, there's the connection and the rapport with the offense, with 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 Dak Prescott. Um, you know, with the receivers, they just they've been together for a couple of years. So, yeah, obviously, I would prefer him to stay in Dallas. I, I think, and Jeff, the, Jay Rich said this right before we got on. He said this is reminding me of Austin Hooper uh, leaving Atlanta. Um, I, I, what's he being, what's he being valued as right now? Like a top eight, top seven dynasty wide, uh, tight end right now. Yeah, man, if he's, he's not he's on Dallas, high. he's still top 10, but I just, I'd prefer him to remain with Dallas. Like I'd rather him stay there. I hope they work it out right now. There's yeah, nobody tight end seven right now. Tight end seven. Behind, so he's ahead of Pat Fryermuth, Dallas Goddard, yeah. Cole Komet, Dawson Knox. Yeah. And I think the fear is, is that all those guys could easily pass him if he's on another team, right? Yeah. Because then we don't know what his role is going to be. And I think all those guys, for better or worse, have pretty secure roles. Especially, you know, I've talked about how I really like Fryermuth this year. Goddard, obviously, super secure in Philly, but more target competition. Stop, but Robert. Has the, has don't the do this. Bro, don't do this, man. Don't. Don't get me excited. Oh, buddy. It's, Michael Mayer. I mean, Ooh. that would be nice, but they, they, I have zero draft confidence in my boys in round one. Uh, don't even, don't even, I mean, put it in the atmosphere, but I'm not even, I'm just going to act like I didn't even see this. Um, But the reality is, Jay, if he's not on Dallas, <sighs> I don't know, man. You have it's, to be concerned because yeah. the, I think the downside far outweighs the upside if he switches teams, right? Yeah. Like, unless somehow he ends up on the Patriots or something and yeah. he's like a perfect fit in that offense. If they don't give him a deal, he's going to walk. If they don't give him a deal, oh, he's a fourth round pick. He's about to go get his money. Go Good for him. Sucks for Dallas fans. I like Schultz. He's not much of a blocker, but he's a really good receiving tight end. And he's been really solid for us in fantasy. And for somebody, I don't know, man, for somebody that you could have gotten for free last year, yeah, literally for nothing to... To go like you talk about a lottery ticket and everyone talks about a lot. Everybody's searching for the next Elijah Mitchell. Where's the next? I'm looking for the next Dalton Schultz, right? Because most of us play in tight end premium leagues, and if you can find a cat like that for free, right? Just off of waivers, a dollar fab, last round, and then they actually turn into something in tight end premium leagues. That's that's a massive value spike, right? So I, I kind of like. Me, I kind of like, I'm fine dumpster diving for tight ends. Just in my personal philosophy, yeah, Jay, like if I don't have um, a top tight end, I'm fine taking a shot on, you know, talent and athleticism situation. And that was a lot of the stuff with Dalton Schultz. It was the situation and opportunity. And you saw him sort of produce at a decent clip for two seasons. And then it was like, yo, they're not going to take him off the field. I don't know why people thought that last year that Blake Jarwin was going to come in and take all this work from Schultz. So I think there are a couple of tight ends right now in the NFL who sort of, you know, we're looking for the next Mitchell that sort of fit that Dalton Schultz pathway to relevance. And all the names sound disgusting as shit. I know they sound dirty. They sound nasty. But there are a couple of players that I think they're going to have some opportunity to play really well this year and sort of solidify uh, their spot as a starting tight Think about how many tight ends we hear about in the NFL today, and you don't know where they went to college. You can't tell me what round they were yeah. drafted in. But what, if I ask you right now, Jay, where did Tyler Conklin go to school? I, I have no idea. You have no clue, right? <laughs> no clue. I know you don't. No clue. Do you know where I Hayden no Hurst went to school? Ooh. You don't know. NC State. NC State. Was it NC State? Was it NC State? I think it was. 
Come on, Jay. He was a first-round pick. He was a first-round <laughs> yeah, pick, Jay. That doesn't matter. That was a surprise. Where did Cole Komet go to Michigan? school? Where did Cole Komet go oh, to school? I, oh, I don't know where Cole Komet goes. Jesus. Was. No, no Cole Komet? No, gold helmets. I'm not a... Nor- point is, Dame, did he? M- most of these guys, you don't even know where they went to school. You don't oh, know what no. round they were drafted in. I can go find a tight end. Like, I, I really... Like, there's... There are some good indicators, common sense indicators that should lead to I'll I'll grab this tight end and see if he turns into anything. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, man. And right. No, he didn't. I know. Where, I know. Also, Moreau went to college because he went well, to LSU. LSU. And and Hayden Hurst was a gamecock. He, he you had the colors kind of right. You had the colors kind of right, and you had the I was, Carolinas. I was close. I was you had in the Carolinas, Carolinas right, but proximity, yeah. but not yeah. quite there. JB says you're disappointing him, but. Point is, Dalton Schultz on another team outside of Dallas, I don't like it. I don't like it as much, man. I don't like it as much. Yeah, I'm with you. So that was pretty much it. Outside of the NFL grossing $11 billion in uh, revenue sharing, $345 million per team. That was pretty much it that we saw over the past couple of days. And then, you know, I told you that I'm starting to feel good about Amari Cooper this season. Yeah, talk about Amari Cooper. You said you're starting to so, feel good. I don't know. What do you so – why? Here's the thing with Amari, right? Who else is on that roster? Like straight I up, I get it. I get it. You yeah. got you got nobody there. You know, you could say David Bell. You know, mm-hmm. I'm talking about Donovan Peoples Jones, but at the end of the day, like we, I, at least for me, these are guys that I target in Dynasty a lot. I don't really care if the team is good or bad or who the hell is playing quarterback. If you have an opportunity to get a ton of volume, like I want you on your, on your roster because you have uh-huh. a high floor, right? He's a guy who could be a very high floor player. I get, you know, people are worried about him playing outside, playing in the cold, blah, 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 whatever. Still a tough division for sure. But, you know, Jacoby Brissett, I don't think is a bad quarterback. And so if you're telling me that, uh, if you're going to basically tell me, do you think he's a bad quarterback? Like, bad. he was pretty good with Jalen Waddle last year. Jalen Waddle still broke rookie records with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback for part of the season. So, again, like, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's fine. And I think he can still deliver the ball. If you're telling me that Amari Cooper is going to get, like, 140 targets and nobody wants him, I don't know, man. I think I think that we should start to think about is there a world where he is relevant? And on top of this, Ray, next week or you know, in the coming weeks or so, we should see a Deshaun Watson ruling. Mm-hmm. If Deshaun Watson isn't suspended for the whole year, Amari Cooper is a value. Because the minute that Deshaun Watson comes back, Amari Cooper is probably a top 24 wide receiver. Right? So from that standpoint, if you can get him outside of that, and he's going to get the volume kind of regardless of the situation. For me, I think that he could be worth a shot personally if you believe that Watson is not going to be spending for the whole year. And even if he is, I still think he could be a value down the line because of how he's tied to Watson right now. But that's just what I see for this season. And the main reason why I'm talking about this is because I thought about taking him an SFB very recently. And so I'm like, you know, maybe there's a shot because I saw him projected for you know, 130, 135 targets. And I'm like, why am I passing on this guy? But I think the conundrum for me is like, do I want him or do I want Michael Thomas? And I think that's the answer that I just don't have right now. And I don't know if you give me that answer, but that's, that's kind of the question it's I'm interesting, laying in my head. Interesting, man, right because I see it both ways. You know, shout out to Cody in the building. He, the 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 player profiler, Tom Savage corollary. Basically, uh, Cooper will just get all the opportunities. Like he'll just get all the targets, right? He'll get everything. And then you got Scott. You know, two 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 opposing minds. We like to challenge on this show. <laughs> Yes, if Jacoby is the QB, the Browns have the worst QB room in the fewest pass attempts in the NFL. Don't want anyone but their run game. I see both, man. Like, I think Jacoby's a decent real-life quarterback. And by decent, I mean just, like, probably replacement level, if not a little below. 
But fantasy is awful, man. He's all, he's an awful fantasy quarterback. He's awful. He's terrible. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I listen. We we had this conversation in the Discord a couple of weeks ago with with Scott, and it really had me thinking, man. Like with Amari Cooper, like I've gotten if I drafted him in Dynasty, like if you got him when he was a rookie or you had him during his yeah. Dallas years, like you got good production out of Amari Cooper. Like you've already gotten it. Like I just. I'm fine moving on. Like, I'm just fine. Yeah. I don't need to keep hanging on to years of of, of yester past, right? Yesteryears, whatever the fuck the thing is said. I don't need to hang on to that, right? I've already gotten the production from Cooper. He's done his thing for my rosters. I'm ready to just, I'm ready to go, right? Just like everybody with Julio. Julio, I hope Julio goes to Green Bay. Please bring Julio to Dallas. I don't want Julio anywhere near Dallas. No, I don't want Julio. Like, We've gotten the 300-yard games from Julio. We've gotten the dominant wide. I don't want anything. I just don't want them anymore. It's time to move on, stop living. It was, you know, Josh Gordon. Every time he came back, people were blowing their fab for Josh Gordon. Those two two years you had when he blew up, you got him. It's over. Like, And I'm not saying it's over for Amari Cooper. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it depends on the cost, right? Are you just, is he a throw-in in a deal? Is he a core piece Amari of the deal? Amari Cooper or Jahan Dotson? Who? Amari Cooper or Jahan Dotson? <sighs> Cooper's gonna out, Cooper is going to outproduce him this year. There's no doubt in my mind. But long if, if I'm in a dynasty startup... Yeah, I probably would rather Jahan Dotson long term. Like I just don't want. It's Co- looking I, like I, I, it's I'm, looking I'm, like Cooper's still a little a little overvalued. Like you can still get George Pickens behind him. You can get Brandon Cooks behind him, which I think we would all take Brandon Cooks over him. I probably Juju's take behind Cooper him over Dynasty, Dotson, man. A-Rob. I probably still take Cooper. Realistically, I probably would have to take Cooper over Dotson, but. I mean, you put me in a I, sticky sit. Give me, give me Olave, Olave or, or Cooper. Who would you rather Olave, have? But, well, I'd rather have Olave, but Olave is also ranked much higher, right? Okay, like I didn't. Not, I, don't, I don't have rankings up. I don't, I don't have rankings. I'm just up. pulling up. I'm just pulling up ADP. This is just you know, Olave's up at wide receiver 24 in Dynasty on Cape Trade Cut, and Amari Cooper's down 20, at 38. 24, 24, right wow. behind Jamison Williams, 65 overall. Chris Olave ahead wow. of Elijah Moore, Marquise Brown, Traylon Burks, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Darnell Mooney, Amra St. Brown, whoa, Mike whoa, whoa, Williams. Whoa, 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 stop. Olave has jumped uh, Traylon Burks and Olave's Traylon jumped Burks up. is way down there, dude. He's up down to wide receiver 27, 74 wow. overall. Keep track up. Yeah, he's falling I've, a lot. I've not, ever since I've started using the Deco stuff, a Deco, a Deco, I haven't been on my favorite website, Keep Trade Cut. So I had no clue the the shift. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's still falling. He's still falling quite a bit. And like we've talked about, and and um, I got to give Mike a lot of credit for this. Jamison Williams continues to fall, right? Just the absence of not being, not being in the news, not being on the field. Um, again, we love him, but he's probably going to continue to fall a little bit just because he's not playing, right? Mike Evans is going up a lot, though. Holy shit. Wide receiver 20. I like Mike Evans this season, though. Okay. All right. But it's, it's a tough cut. decision, right? Amari yeah. Cooper. He's. Oh, I think boy. he will continue to fall. Traylon, I'm fall. seeing a lot of Traylon Woo! bust. People are out. I told you. Woo! And Woo! everyone shits on me because I said Woo! right now, if Woo! I were in a startup, you just you take Olave because he's more valuable. Like he's just more valuable. I still like Traylon, but Olave's more valuable for a lot of people. The yep. consensus, right? Then, then Traylon Burks. If you had an Olave, you can go get Traylon Burks plus. Because people, 
People think he's a. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling y'all what what what, your, what America what the I'm telling saying. you what the people say. That's what it is, man. People people feel like he's a bust. They're already yep. out on him, man. If you had Olave, I guarantee you go trade for Traylon Burks plus something. Now the plus mm-hmm. may not be much. I'm just I'm just I'm if just you the get messenger. Something, though. I did. I'm just the messenger. I just have the microphone and the good camera and a good studio set up. That's all I am. I didn't. I didn't create the. I didn't create the narrative, man. It's not even preseason. Yeah, you did. I, I Justin did Jefferson not. also hopped Jamar Chase too. Finally, who? Who? Jefferson hopped Jamar Chase to be no wide receiver one. Jefferson over Chase. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We. All right. Come we, on. We got. Go. We got to. Do you want to have some fun? Do you want to? Do y'all want to have some fun? It's Friday. Fun. We only have like ten minutes left. Uh, my Costa Rican vacation has been delayed. I got the kids here. They haven't eaten breakfast. Nothing. I'm just, I'm, I'm here with y'all. Kids are out there struggling for life, and I'm out here with y'all. So I I've watched, seen your kitchen. They're not struggling at all. <laughs> I do have a nice kitchen, and it is fully stocked. So one of, uh, I listen to a lot of different shows, and, and we've heard different segments, um, you know, from on uh, radio shows. One of the shows that I watch on, listen to on SiriusXM, Fun shows. We're going to have some fun, Jay. And I don't know why I took you off the screen. But this segment that we have, we are going to read you three news crazy clippings from the world today. Yes, fun time. Everyone's ready for some. Well, before we have fun, let's get into our Super Chats because we have a. And, and Joe's yes, actually going to lead us into this segment. Well, Joe will lead us into the last part of the segment. So James dropped this uh, the other day. So let's get the air horn for James. Uh, where, where's where's the sound effects at? Let's get the air horn going for James. Can you hear it? There we go. Wake up draft start Wednesday. So not today. Team names include Team No Washcloth, Topa Chica, Keep Trade Cut, <laughs> Wake Up Doorman, and, and Sink stink, stink. stink. There we go. So we uh, James is theming it from uh, some of the things that we've talked about on the show. Team No Washcloth. I, that team is definitely going to win. Team No Washcloth will win. There we go. Team No Wash. Appreciate you, James. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for your support, brother. And hopefully Thanks, that's man. a good dope league. Joe, you made a comment earlier, and we'll, we'll bring that up here in a second. But this show, we're going to read you three news segments, right? And you all are going to have to guess. Black, white, or other. That's the name of the segment. Black, white, or other. Black, white or other so i'm gonna read you some shit that happened and you gotta guess black white or other if somebody can get we really had like five five of them but we're only gonna do three today we're gonna find somebody we're gonna pick like mike anderson and if mike a can guess all five right we'll send him a prize we'll send him a prize i don't know what the prize will be and i don't even know if i'll send it but we'll you're gonna get a prize we're just gonna say you're gonna get kudo points from the show so jay let's go ahead and get into the first News article, um, and you have to all guess black, white, or other. Who did this stupid shit? Black, white, or other? It's uh, we, we were dying at this. So you ready for the first one, Jay? The yes, headline sir. is, Florida man caught after attempting to outrun police on lawnmower. All right? Here goes the story. Florida man reportedly took a cut and run to a whole new level by cutting the grass in his gateway vehicle, police say, by fleeing from officers on a lawnmower. According to Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office, 
Dusty Mobley, 40 years old, was arrested Saturday after a bizarre police chase. Deputies added that this arrest came just seven months after Mobley had jumped into a swamp to escape deputies who were looking to serve warrants on him. So Dusty has had quite a few run-ins with the police. Uh, okay, so so Mobley tried to escape speeding away at full speed on his John Deere ride-on lawnmower until officers caught up with him, used a stun gun to capture him. And let me get this. Mobley was caught with handgun, hand, a handgun, handcuff keys, and oh. drug paraphernalia, methamphetamines. Was Dusty Mobley black, white, or other? I mean, there's a lot of things here, Ray, and so I want people to understand that Ray's a mastermind. He's mm. not a he's not a he's not a usual cat. Mm -mm. The John Deere tractor alone says that man is probably white. <laughs> if he's if he's riding on a John Deere, he's 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 got some meth. You know, there's there's a lot of things pointing. But I'm gonna go with other, okay? Only because I think you're trying to trick me here. Okay, it's white just it could be white. I get that, but I'm just I'm thinking you're trying to trick me here. I'm going with the other. You going with other? Dusty Mobley, where's he at? Nope, there he oh, is. Dusty, Dusty is, Dusty is, Dusty is white. Dusty Mobley, of course. Dusty Mobley was white. Okay, all right. Here goes another one. Here goes another one. Let's see. All right. So this one is, uh, and some of y'all may have seen it, but some of y'all may not. You might be listening. This one was a woman has revealed she was charged double, double J at an all-you-can-eat restaurant, all right? So the woman goes into the restaurant. She stays yeah. at the all-you-can-eat buffet for three and a half hours to eat as much food as she wanted. When she got her bill at the end, she realized she had been charged twice, and there was a note that says, because she ate too much. She was visibly upset and questioned why that she was being billed twice when it's a buffet, and how could you eat too much when the food is put out on a platter to eat as much as you want? This video was posted on uh, posted on TikTok and other places, but this woman was charged twice. She ate too much at the buffet, stayed three and a half hours at the Golden Corral. White, black, or other? Um, so this one is pretty easy for me. I don't think a black woman would go on TikTok and complain about how she was double charged at a Golden Corral. So I'm going to go with a white person on this one. You don't think a black woman would get on TikTok and talk about how she was double no, charged man, at the Golden would try Corral? And beat the shit out of that Golden Corral server, and it would be on YouTube. The Five next Star Pete said black. Yeah. <laughs> no, white lady. It was a white lady who was double charged. Hell yeah! She look at those eat. glasses. She look at those glasses. She was all over TikTok. Yeah, first of you, all, brother. how can you how can you do that as a, as an establishment? This is a buffet. Yeah. All you can eat. How the hell can you tell somebody they ate too? That's BS, Jay. I'd be pissed a, if I was. Yeah, saying. that's terrible. I'd be that's pissed. Terrible. You can't do that. I'd be but imagine, pissed. But, but Ray, let me just, okay, let me just give you another side of this story. Imagine the shame on your body when someone comes to you with a bill that's double and they say, I'm sorry, sir. We have to so charge you double up. because you ate too much food. Well, the the so part think about think about how much you'd have to eat for them to notice the volume of food that you consumed well, to charge you. The double. part that I I thought would throw people off is black people do partake in the Golden Corral <laughs> after church on Sunday. So I thought the Golden Corral would kind of trick you off and get some people to say black, but no. 
We've got, got uh, quite a few. We've, we've got, you are, are you 0 for 1, 0 for, 0 for 2, or? No, you're 1 and 1. You're 1, one, one for one. 1. All right. The final yeah. one, and I'm going to use Joe. I'm going to use Joe to lead us in because she just, it's like she's been behind the scenes. No lie, some Little Caesar slaps hard. You have to find the right one. Well, Joe, well, thank you for leading us in to the final segment of Black, White, or Other. So here goes one that happened a couple of days ago. Out of Lithonia, Georgia, the DeKalb County Fire Department rescued a man Tuesday morning who was trapped inside of an oven vent. According to the DeKalb Fire Department, DeKalb Fire Spokesman, Captain Jason Daniels, the rescue team was called around 8 a.m. to a Little Caesars in a strip mall in Georgia. After two people heard someone screaming, but they couldn't find him. A U.S. Army recruiter, shout out to our service members, men and women, showed up to work at the strip center and heard someone screaming for help. She thought the noise was coming from the top of the building, but couldn't see anybody. They went to the front and saw a Little Caesars employee trying to look into, and they heard the noise from inside even louder. The fire department had to use tools to gain access to the pipe that the man slid down. Uh, they got him out with minor injuries. He said he had some friction burns from sliding down the oven pipe, and he was a little dehydrated. The police did not know if he wanted to make his own pizza or rob the place. Jay was the Little Caesars infiltrator that tried to slide down the vent and was stuck, black, white, or other. Little Caesars. So, my man, my man Roro made a good point here, and he said it was very simple. Two-word comment. Georgia, period, black. Mm. Um, that's mm. great profiling. I like that, Roro. You're, you're definitely All right. on something well, let's, here. Let's... I don't think it was a white person, but I'm going to go with other, Ray. And the reason okay. why is because I think you're trying to be tricky again. I think you're trying to, I think it's too obvious. Mm -hmm. You say Georgia, Little Caesars. Do black little people Caesars? I don't Caesars? know. I don't Caesars. know, man, maybe. Dominoes, it might have been. I think, oh, Joe says Latina. Maybe. Let's go. She's going other. Yeah, well, let's, I think it's an let's other. Go, let's I go to the news. Other. Let's go to the news and, and watch this incre incredible story, and then we will get the answer to this segment. Let's, let's see what they have to say, Jay. Well, workers at a shopping center showed up to a bit of a bizarre scene yesterday in Atlanta mm. where a man was stuck in an oven vent screaming for help. It appears the man tried to enter the building through an oven vent on the rooftop. Rebecca Schramm reports. I definitely did not expect this. When me and another recruiter heard somebody screaming for help, so we actually stepped back and we tried to see if maybe someone was on top of the roof. Next door, a worker at the Little Caesars Pizza was hearing the same screams coming from an oven vent. She went inside the restaurant. Kind of unconventional, something we don't deal with every day. Fire and rescue personnel jumped into action. Look at this photo they Look took. At this shit, As they Jay. cut away part of the vent, you can one. see how uh -oh. narrow the space is was where the man was or trapped. Is he black? So dirty. Our guys, uh, are in particular, our heavy rescue unit, um, carries a lot of lot of different tools, and we're Look able to use shit. a lot of them today. What are you doing? To, um, to get him out facing. There he is. Here he is. After they got Jay. him out, police had him he in black. handcuffs. He was complaining of dehydration and friction burns on his arms from where he slid look, look down the shit. shaft. As for why listen to this, he crawled listen to this into quote. that exhaust vent, I think it's pretty apparent. Um, I don't. He, he didn't really give a statement on what he was actually doing, but we, you know, it's pretty apparent. We'll let PD kind of sort listen that, to this, those Jay. things out. I didn't ask. Um, of course, that was my thought. I was wondering why he was in there, um, but I'm just glad they didn't turn the oven on because he would have been toast. Black. 
The black <laughs> Damn it. When I saw this, we're dying. What are you doing? What are you doing? He went in there to steal little Pete Caesar's pizzas. In the man, in, man what, was hungry. In the morning hungry. at that, not not at night. At eight, he was trapped. Like they got him at 8 a.m. What are you doing? I am That's crazy. My and, and then did you hear what the lady said at the how do you even report this shit with a straight face? I'm glad they didn't turn the oven on because he would have been toast. Yeah. All right, Jay. You you were one for th- one for two today. One for two. And our segment of black, white, or other. And Little Caesars is one hundred percent worse than Domino's Pizza. True. <sighs> all right, folks. Y'all, hey, we we talk it all. We that we show no racial bias here. You True. black, you do stupid shit. We're gonna laugh at you. You white, you want to run from the police and your John Deere and get tased. We're gonna laugh at you and have some fun on the show. Damn it, black, white, or other. First segment on Wake Up has nothing to do with football. Somebody on YouTube, well, actually, I tuned in for the news and I got to watch them play a game guessing race. You're goddamn right because we have fun. We don't discriminate and we love everybody, baby. So, Jay, as we get out of here for the week and we leave the people with this segment that has no actionable con, no actionable advice for Dynasty Fantasy Football either. What do you want to tell the people before we depart for a week, man? I want them to get excited, man. I'm going to be working on a lot of graphics and uh, stuff for the show this week. So don't worry. It's not going to be a wasted week. Um, we're going to have a lot of good stuff. And when we come back, it'll be training camp in full swing. So there'll be tons to talk about, tons of news, things to break down, players to break down. Um, Ray, we made it. We made it. We went yeah. to the draft. We were hype about the draft draft ended we're like shit now we got to make it through another two three months um we're here training camps here a lot of fun stuff on the way but we're definitely gonna try to do a lot to make this show awesome with this week so i'm gonna have a lot of time doing that and um, i know you're gonna be doing a lot of work sunbathing in costa rica so have fun with that (laughs) once you once you get back we'll see what happens and then ray maybe i don't want to rule it out i don't want to rule it out because we did do a show when you were in mexico and if the right news breaks yeah, we may have to yep. do a, we may have to do a surprise show, and yep. you guys will not know about it. I will tweet about it, but you will not know about it if we decide to do a show. Um, but I hope you just enjoy your vacation, and um, I hope everyone gets excited because when we get back, uh, there will be a lot of fun stuff yeah. on the way for sure. Yeah, when we get back, like Jay said, when we get back, training camp will be in full. Like we'll, we'll be right on the the cusp of that starting. So a lot of a lot of football advice, a lot of actionable content, but most importantly, we like to entertain. And I saw the comment that pop up. I'm glad y'all aren't afraid to have some some fun with humor and with rape. Like we don't. Oh, we love everybody, man. Like anybody, I'm an equal opportunity. We can have fun, joke, talk shit, laugh about anything. Everybody, it's a respectful community over here. That's why I rock with y'all. That's why I appreciate y'all. So we may bring back Black, White, or Other on another Friday when there's news is slow and we have nothing else to do. But from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate y'all rocking with us throughout this uh, throughout this whole process. The NFL and college football season is on deck, so we got a lot of good shit cooking for you all. We're going to have a lot of debates. We're going to argue. We're going to have fun. But most importantly, we're going to do it together as a community. So I hope you guys enjoy uh, your week off from having to wake up with me. Um, and just make sure you come back in like two weeks. We'll get everything set up. Um, so we just appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe. Like the content. Tell your people about it. And subscribe to our newsletter below. For real. We're, even though we'll be on for a week, 
we'll still be dropping information in the newsletter. It's free. No charge or anything. Free 99. Subscribe to the newsletter. Appreciate y'all being here. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. Y'all have a beautiful weekend. Have a great week, and we'll see y'all real soon here on Wake Up. We out of this thing. Peace. Peace.